0: different everybody this is
1: satine and this is rob hello
0: hi hi how you, how's it going fantastic how are you sorry about last week <laughs> everyone yeah that was my fault we didn't record last week at least it wasn't me that time it wasn't rob because rob has a ton of stuff to probably talk about that i was like nope i have some I things but yeah. you know
1: uh... I just- Maybe we should start changing to, like, we have new episodes every Wednesday to, like, new episodes happen on Wednesdays. Oh, I like that. Right? Yeah. Because, seriously, like, we're about to go into my busy season at work. Like, we're going into E3 season. Yeah. I don't know if every week is totally doable.
0: And the other thing is, if you follow us on any podcast thing, it notifies you when we have a new episode anyway. So
1: you'll know if it pops up. But still. We could still release them on Wednesdays. Yeah. We still
0: two- try for every Wednesday. Yeah, we that, that's always <laughs> the
1: dream. The dream is still every week. Yeah. Um, um. well yeah, well, so, 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 like since we've last spoken, the DICE awards happened. Yeah, I want to hear all about that. Well, um it's well I guess I'm gonna mean, kinda of fast. Uh travel was crazy. Like I was supposed to go out on Tuesday at like two PM and my flight got canceled. Uh so I had to rebook and I rebooked for like six o'clock. Flight got cancelled. Rebooked for like eight o'clock. It got delayed to nine. I landed after the opening night festivities were already over. Oh, that's um, a bummer. Yeah. And then um Wednesday, let's so remember on, on Monday, I started getting a cold on my birthday. And um I remember when we recorded, yeah, I was kind of starting to feel the beginning of something, hoping it wasn't a thing. Oh, Wednesday, it was a full on thing. And so, like, I couldn't stop blowing my nose. I couldn't stop drinking tea, like anything, just because I was so worried about sounding like Edith Ann, <laughs> or like, you know, a croaking monster. Yeah. Um. And uh, the nice thing is, I got through the show, Um. had a good time, got through the show without blowing it. Uh. My last two pages... Blowing were, it? Like, your nose? Because you were sick? Well, I was definitely blowing my nose during the show, but you didn't hear me on the mic doing it. No. Um. And then, like, during the last two pages, pretty much whenever I wasn't saying any words, I was coughing nearly uncontrollably. It was pretty rough by the end of it. I spent about... 10 minutes at the after party because i just couldn't oh bummer and so i had to leave um and i went home and i was actually a little worried because um i went to a family member's house in vegas where i was staying and um i laid down and i was like oh shit i'm going to get up at like eight in the morning or i have to leave here by eight in the morning to make sure i make my flight um so i set my alarm really early Why do you have to
0: leave so early because
1: my flight was like at 11
0: <laughs> i
1: need time to get to the airport through yeah. security yeah all that stuff, and so um, I wake up nice and early. Look at my phone. I have a text: Your flight was canceled.
0: <sighs> again. Wow. So, what's the pro- what, what airline was it? It was
1: Southwest, which actually surprised oh. me because normally they're really good, like about either rebooking you or um or just not really canceling that many flights. Uh, it, it was because like Vegas and LA were having great weather, but our flights might have been coming from somewhere else in the country that didn't have quite as good of weather at the time. Gotcha. Um, I don't know, but yeah. Uh, and then I got. Booked on another flight, and then that flight got delayed an hour. Um, and Have so, you ever driven to Vegas? I used to drive every, like, I, my family, we drove between Vegas every month.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Just, you know, because we always visited my dad. He lived there still. Oh, uh, yeah. When we moved to California. Gotcha. So, yeah, I, I'm very familiar with the drive. I just didn't want to spend five hours in the car each way. And just, plus, I just had my power steering pump replaced and stuff in my car. So I was like, you know what? Let's just we'll fly. It'll be easier. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) I booked that flight like six times total. Drama. Um and uh but still like the dice awards were super fun. Got to talk to Jessica Chobot for a little bit. Mm. She's super sweet as always. That's good. And we got a photo. Yeah. Um, That was good.
0: I posted on the Instas.
1: Yeah I got to chum it up, especially during rehearsal with some really cool people like uh the director of Kong Skull Island, Jordan Vote Roberts. Cause I got to announce him, and um, I'm trying to think who else. Um, there was just like I got to hang out with. Uh, Any surprises that night? Um. Oh, like award wise. Um. Not too many surprises. God of War won most things, and it kind of de- it deserved to. Um. I'm not at all surprised by that. I was a little bit surprised by the VR the, or the immersive reality award winners. Like they went. One went to like an experimental sort of film that uses the music of Sigur Rós uh mm. while like I figured it would have gone to Astrobot or Beat Saber although Beat Saber went for one of them just not the there was like one for design and one for innovation or something like that and so like um like Beat Saber won one of them and then the other one was that Sigur Rós title um but yeah like uh trying to think not not a ton of surprises mm. um but yeah, just it was a it was a good good event to be at. I, I love the Dice Awards, so that was super fun.
0: Yeah, it's just a bummer the situation.
1: Otherwise, it could have been even more amazing, right? Well, and then yeah, so I come home and I'm dying. And then of course that weekend, Travis is in town, Travis, yeah. and so we went and had that game night um, at uh, at. Uh, Jess and Matt's. Which you seem fine. Well, that was, it was fun, but like I was kind of dying and Todd actually had a stomach thing at the time. Oh. And so bud. that's why we didn't stay super long. The two of us were just like, you know, I mean, I couldn't miss seeing Travis again. This would have been the third time he's come to town and I would have missed him. Yeah. And so I was like, I can't do that. I have to go. And at least I felt I was post contagious at that point. I just sounded like hell. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's been quite a cold and that, like, I guess it hit full bore on the 13th mm-hmm. and so it's been uh, almost two weeks and now i just have like this gnarly cough every yeah. now and then so forgive me if that happens it might spike some audio levels well i didn't <coughs> speaking of wow <laughs> i didn't stay um
0: that much longer after you because i had to be up the next morning i played one more round of code code names code names oh my god the game's so fun code is fun it's really good uh we try to play the dark crystal which did not work because Travis just assumed you could just pick it up and start playing it. Mm. But no, he needed to read those instructions. He, first. He said he, when he got back to Santa Cruz that he like watched a tutorial or um, he is like, it's way more involved than the labyrinth game is. So oh, cause the
1: labyrinth game was so playable and so easy.
0: Yeah. So, um, he's like, so I'm like, okay, we'll play it next time. But yeah, I had to be up at four in the morning the next morning. Cause I had to be on set in downtown at 7, and I had to make sure I had all the stuff ready, and it was a mess. That was brutal. Oh, and I was on set all day. I didn't get home till almost 11 p.m. Jesus. It was a really long day. Not as long as your
1: 19-hour day. Well, no, but... But it was almost... It was 15 hours. It started at 4 a.m. <laughs> like... Yeah. Th- yeah, no. That's, like, at least when my 19-hour days happen, they start at, like, I get to the office at, like, 10. Yeah. So at least it's, like, a reasonable time to start. Yeah, 10 was lunch yeah if you mean... <laughs> the first lunch because yeah like a 19 hour day starting at 10 a.m. is way easier than honestly an eight hour day starting at 4 a.m. yeah like i'm just not equipped for that kind of a morning
0: oh i'm not either like ugh, my body hates me if i had to wake up that early it's still dark outside yeah and i'm trying to do my makeup but the light in my room sucks so i'm like doing it into like a dark mirror also it's... waking up when it's like
1: that cold yeah if it's the the season for that it was cold
0: yeah oh because it was supposed to rain that day which it did but it wasn't so bad we had a weird rainy season here in la this past month also but yeah it's been crazy yeah um what else are
1: you up to well the oscars happened another award show happened yeah i didn't watch those either i i watched because it's very important to todd um a lot of surprises during that show actually i saw yeah well i read all the um winners today and like yeah i mean the fact that glenn close didn't win olivia coleman was great i'm not upset at all that she won i loved her speech but uh, (laughs) and her speech felt so genuine um so good i loved her uh and i feel bad for glenn close because she did a hell of a performance and she also deserved to win it was a really good year uh between the two of them i mean the others were great too but like they they those two were so good yeah um and uh, Green Book winning Best Picture. That was a surprise. I haven't even seen that movie. I haven't seen it either. But um, yeah, like it's another one of those where I guess the Best Picture winner didn't, uh, wasn't even nominated, I don't think, for Best Director. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like Argo. Huh. Although I think, you know, Argo people actually really liked as Best Picture. Like all people are saying it's the uh, worst Best Picture winner in a decade. Some people are saying it's the worst since Crash. That's not a really good review. Yeah, I didn't like Crash very much and that's pretty rough. I
0: would be offended if I was that movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure they're laughing all the way to the bank. They just won best picture and uh like and the movie seems like it was meant for people like my mom. I don't even know what Green Book is. N- nor do I really but it's it's like is it political some people are calling it a white savior movie. I don't really know. Like I don't want to go too far into the politics of it cuz I just haven't seen it. Yeah. But like I know that it's based on a true story, but a lot of people are saying that they've sort of like toned down a lot of the uh more overt racism that was happening like in real life at the time. Like I'm hearing it's a very rosy depiction of this relationship. Huh. But like I haven't seen it so I don't know. That's just what yeah. I've heard.
0: I don't even know what relationship is <laughs> happening in that book.
1: I have, I don't think I've even seen a trailer. Oh, well, it's Mahershala Ali and uh, Vigo Mortensen. It's directed by one of the Farrelly brothers. Oh. Yeah. Okay, by cool. Peter. 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 I'm um, trying to think what else is happening. Yeah, so I'm still fighting a cold. We can mark it off the agenda. Um, I... Todd and I watch a bunch of movies. Oh. Oh, before you do that, I oh, opened yeah, yeah. up my Mercy
0: NanoDroid. Oh. I had an unboxing party on my little Instagram stories, which is really fun because it's my first story and ha- have you posed her? Uh, Yeah, she's she's definitely Battle Mercy. Oh, so you have her with her gun out? She's angry. She's got her gun out. But she has her healing wand out, too, because it just looks cool. So the staff is healing. The gun is firing. She's flying. She's got her ultimate going. She's Wow, you made, like,
1: the ultimate mercy fantasy.
0: I did. I did. I, I decided since I'm so good that I'm always in ultimate mode, I might as well put her in constant ultimate mode. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, that
1: that's from Ed. Thanks, Ed. That's awesome. So um,
0: yeah. What are you watching?
1: Well, t- we watched um that World War Two super soldier slash zombie movie, Overlord. I don't know it. It's it was interesting. Like it was fine. It was fun. Um, a little bit of a weird genre mashup, but like, it was still fun. Um. We watched uh the first Purge, which is technically the Purge four like the beginning, or what is it called the first purge it's a prequel, oh. gotcha, yeah, um, not the best in the series, definitely not the worst, um but it's probably the second worst, I feel like uh Purge two and three are much better, huh, um, which is weird. I have that much of an opinion about the purge series, yeah, um, but I actually keep up with that series uh every year for the most part we, we're I'm sad we missed that one in theaters hmm. Um, we watched House on Haunted Hill from 1998, I think, with Jeffrey Rush. Yeah, I fucking love that movie. That movie is such a mess, and it's so fun. Jeffrey Rush is weird in that movie. <laughs> well, I like, totally forgotten about the battle royale element of that movie. Like, I've forgotten that like yeah, every single person all... is worth a million dollars. Yeah, and they all get guns, and then whoever doesn't make it through the night, they just split their money. So of course the motivation is to kill everyone, so and it's only all. a million. But you would think it'd be more back then. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Well, they were a bunch of desperate people who who needed money. That's true. So um...
0: that that I think that's probably one of the only movies where <coughs> I saw in theater and I actually screamed out loud it was okay. when that weird thing came like walking towards it and like it started like skipping the oh yeah the frames. Yep, that I. I wasn't expecting it, because you had never seen anything like that before, and I screamed (laughs) in the theater. I was the only one, too. Well, it's like, like,
1: that movie starts off with such a strong kind of horror goodness going on. Yeah. And, I mean, it's still super cheesy, very palatable, very mass market, you know, uh, 90s horror. Mm -hmm. But, like, at the end, when they do that weird kaleidoscope monster that's trying to, like, eat everybody up, it looks like a Rorschach plot, almost. yeah. Oh my it's like god. It's a weird fuzzy like, I'd forgotten how bad that thing. looks. Yeah. Like, it looks bad. Like, and maybe it looked okay on DVD and standard def. I didn't even like it when I saw it in theaters. Because, like, in, in HD, it looks
0: like a, it's It's unbelievable. It's terrible. I thought how awful this movie was, at least for me, it was really scary. It started
1: off really strong. And then
0: at the end, it's like, that's the monster? Well, and, Or the entity? Burped, I'm sorry. And it's like, what the fuck is
1: that? What? Well, Todd uh, had – I'm trying to think if he'd seen it or not. He kept thinking I was talking about uh, The Haunting of Hill House.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then uh, – and so that was not obviously the case. And he started watching this, and I don't know if he'd seen it before and he has forgotten it or if he had never seen it before. Mm-hmm. But um, especially at the end, he was like, what is this? What is happening? This looks so bad. Like, it was kind of funny seeing it with somebody who – like didn't know it as well as i did even then though i'd seen the movie a bunch of times and i'd forgotten the ending yeah so that was a surprise to see yeah um we also finished our watch through of the halloween franchise we finally saw rob zombies halloween 2 okay hated it like a lot i didn't see it it's not very good disaster well it's the same issue that i have with with the rob zombie like both halloween movies now I just, I did, I wasn't on the side of anyone. I really just, I was like, cool, you guys can all kill each other. I really don't care. You're all assholes. Yeah, there's not one person that I would like to see survive this movie. um it's not And I'm not super rich with bloodlust. I just really, like, there was not one person in there that was, like, a quality human being. Yeah. So, um I'm actually kind of legit surprised that Halloween t- uh, 2018 happened based on the fact that the previous one that had happened was Halloween 2. Like, I kind of thought they would just be like, cool, we're done like let it, let it die franchise is over. Do you think it will ever die though really? <laughs> no. There'll be another. Now that the new one um became like what the highest grossing opening weekend for a you know, a horror film with a woman protagonist yeah. and like, you know, highest opening for a lead uh woman over 55 or whatever. Like the fact that it kind of broke a bunch of records and really like did well. Oh yeah, Halloween's not going anywhere.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like a staple for the past 30 years yeah i mean 30 something years it's
1: crazy to think he's like the original slasher like a serial killer slasher guy aside from like you know i guess norman bates Yeah. but like in the capacity of like a slasher horror film he predates freddy by what three years and he predates about chainsaw massacre leatherface wasn't a series at the time Uh... leatherface did beat michael myers by a few years but like um, but he beat both Freddy and Jason by significant amounts. Um, cause yeah, Texas Chainsaw of course was based on the real serial killer, Ed Gein, who did not live in Texas. Also, Psycho, based on the same guy. Ed Gein? Yeah. Norman Bates is loosely based on Ed Gein. Huh. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Cause yeah, Texas
1: Chainsaw, when I would say like based on a true story, it's very, 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 very loose.
0: Speaking of um, serial killers, there's a ton of Ted Bundy stuff out right
1: now. Yeah, I think everyone's trying to get ahead of the uh, the Hollywood. Efron one.
0: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, that's no, That's, that's not Manson That's Manson, yeah.
1: yeah. Ooh, I'm getting my killers mixed up. Well, speaking of killers, Todd and I also saw one movie in theaters. We saw Happy Death Day to You. <gasps> Good. It's cute. It's not as fun as Happy Death Day 1. It's a different movie. It's a very different movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it looks like the same movie. <laughs> it's very much not, actually. I was really surprised. I was hoping for just more of the first one. Yeah. Because the first one was just so unabashedly just fun. Silly. Oh, know? was so good. And so I was hoping for more of that. But it turns out um it was a very, very, very different movie. Not in a bad way. Just very different. All right. So, yeah, yeah that was a surprise. Um, I watched Blockers. <gasps> and
0: what did we think? And I forgot to bring it back to you. That's fine. It's really funny. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the the part where um they stuck the tube for the to put the tequila up his ass to oh, get him the drunk. Oh, butt chugging. The butt chugging. Who the fuck would actually do that? Oh, I mean, I know it's real, yeah, but who would totally do that? But usually it's beer, not straight up tequila. I thought
1: they were pouring beer in there. Were they pouring tequila? No, yeah, it's tequila. Oh god.
0: You would get so drunk yeah, you would die. Could, that could kill you. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know about this, but um. The, there's this one part where the um, two of the parents are... <laughs> well, the parents are trying to break into this house. And then the other parents who are live in the house are, like, walking around blindfolded and naked playing this, like, weird sex game. And they're trying to, like, dodge them as they go. <laughs> it's hard to explain, but it's a really funny part of the film. <laughs> that movie's really funny. Like, it was
1: a total surprise. Yeah. Yeah.
0: When when at the end towards the end when um the girl is high or the what's her name um leslie man, man. is hiding behind the tv oh my <laughs> she god she gets shocked by the tv like <laughs> and then she does the ninja roll
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> like the movie's so surreal at times it just doesn't make sense well, And like there's a you know not to go too far like there's a gag where like a car kind of doesn't end up flipping all the flat. way yeah and like so it's kind of just like not the way it's supposed to be it's like vertical and it becomes like a three-part joke like it's amazing like the car is the joke that just kind of keeps on giving they built an entire <laughs> scene bless you um it's like they built an entire
0: <coughs> bless you again sorry <laughs> scene
1: and set around this one joke that just happens to have like three solid punchlines. lines mm-hmm. it was so good it's really funny like that movie <laughs> oh one last thing, I guess, of what I've been up to. Um, I had a trailer recently go live. Oh, uh, you tell. The Far Cry New Dawn launch trailer.
0: Didn't you say that last time?
1: That was the story trailer. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. And then also, yeah, like a bunch of um, social ads for it. Um, so often if you see something from Far Cry on you know, Instagram or Facebook, it might be something I made. Cute. Because I keep, I keep seeing the ones that I made. So I'm really happy about that. Oh, that's awesome. That's like my favorite. Very cool. Um, anyway, yeah. What else? What else have you been up to? Uh, I watched all of the season
0: so far of The Masked Singer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How are you feeling about that?
0: Well, Susan kind of got me hooked when I was over in San Luis this last weekend, and <coughs> you know what? It's kind of fun. Todd, Todd watches. Every I usually week. don't like shit like that, but it's very gimmicky. But it's like some fabulous cosplay. Of characters you'd never actually seen before. So do you have theories about who's who? Um, I guessed a couple. I guessed one or two of them. Okay. Um, but, you know, the the range of people who could be under the mask is so broad, but they do give you a lot of clues.
1: Yeah. Todd's gotten most of them figured out, I think. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um... I can't really see anything, because you can watch it on Hulu, so I don't want to like give anybody away. But he's
1: been right so far on most of them. Like, I would have never got
0: the um, the Deer, who is one of the first ones to go.
1: Oh, I, di- I didn't see the first couple. So, he is w- the he Deer was... uh, af- a former athlete? He was, yeah, a former athlete spokesperson. Yeah, or, um, okay, yeah, yeah, I know who that one was. So,
0: I didn't... Cause I don't know anything about sports, so even after they, I said I still would have never guessed him, even if I knew. Um, but, but yeah, like Todd's been, Todd was right about the poodle. Uh yeah, the poodle, A- and, and I was right about the raven or the bird.
1: Oh, I don't think I know that one. Hmm. Todd was right about the alien.
0: Oh yeah, um, that one was good.
1: And he, um, he's pretty confident, and every single week it contributes more to the fact that he's pretty confident about this about the peacock and the rabbit
0: oh well, the rabbit's been revealed oh has it mm-hmm. oh
1: i don't watch so
0: the lion was a shocker lion
1: that one i don't remember
0: the lion
1: and like the bee was the one that was like confusing for a minute but now everyone's kind of locked in on who that is yeah but she still hasn't been unmasked yeah but so, like we'll see we'll see i i don't think this show has a huge capacity for surprise.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but I, I do love, I love, and I know there's tons of politics around it, but I love Jenny McCarthy. I just have always been a huge fan of hers, and I'm obsessed with her. I know she's, like, got that whole thing against her, but... She's
1: she's come around on that. The problem is that everyone still keeps assigning her this weird scientific role on a yeah. position she's changed her mind on.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, you, you know what? Whatever. Yeah. She's just trying to protect her kid. she didn't know any better, or she did she I don't know well who knows clearly
1: she didn't yeah, but yeah, it's a bummer just unfortunately she had such a platform to you know yeah well she was
0: a scared parent, yeah, so I get it, but
1: well, I feel for her, but also it's annoying
0: it's annoying um but I love her and I don't care, so she's I find her fascinating and her makeup is so drag queenie in the show and I love it. And it's a huge turnaround from her makeup from New Year's Eve when she hosted, and she was a wet dog. That she was, looked like a wet poodle. That was
1: rough. Because <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was that was a okay. thing.
0: Oh god, her hair was a mess. Her makeup was running. It was raining. <laughs> she looked crazy. <laughs> so she looks better now with her RuPaul lighting. She looked red. crazy. <laughs> so um, yeah, nice. um, that's all. Oh. Well, I'll bring that up later.
1: So keep going. Okay. What would you like? Where are you playing, Rob? Well, I'm still playing a little bit of Ocarina of Time, still playing a little bit of Resident Evil 2. Uh um, But I'm up to six games completed this year because uh, since we've last spoken, I have started and finished Far Cry New Dawn and. I knew you were going to say that. Crackdown 3. Really? Because they both came out the same day. And I finished Crackdown 3 yesterday. No, two days ago. Nice. Yeah. Your thoughts? Um, I love the Far Cry games. I can't really speak objectively on the matter just because I worked on the the campaign, but um, I do really like the games as a whole. Um, and I liked the twins. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I liked the the idea of a post apocalyptic Far Cry. So, um, it was cool to get, get to see some like some old characters. I love what they did with Carmina. I like that she's you know like who she's become. Um, so I had a good time with it. I didn't spend a huge. I mean, I actually, I put some pretty good time into it because I probably did about 16 hours or so. Maybe something like that. 16, 18 hours. That's um, not that long.
0: It was, I mean, for a $40 game, <clears throat> that doesn't seem like a lot. But I
1: was like really committed to You know how I am about like, value, like the value when it comes to money. If a game is really, really, really good for three hours, mm-hmm. that's worth 60 bucks to me. Like I, I'm kind of I'm okay to have a short game as long as it's good um and so for me like yeah i you know it worked out for me it was good um but like when it comes to bargains though crackdown 3 was like the bargain of the century um because i signed up for xbox xbox game pass which they have a promotional deal right now where like you pay two bucks for your first month your second month is free and then it goes to 10 bucks a month and you can cancel at any time Hmm. uh i both started and finished crackdown within a month which means i paid two dollars to play crackdown three nice if i canceled right now i would be out two dollars and that's it and you're fine with that that's so cool (laughs) like two dollars yeah um because crackdown three like it's not getting the best reviews um Right now, and I think it's mostly due to the sort of expectation that the, the game built. Like they announced it was going to have like fully destructible environments and this and that, and it was going to do your laundry and you know all these things. It was gonna it was gonna do all all the things, and the game got delayed and it was at like what four different E3s with one year that it took off in the middle or something like that. Like it was. The game that was constantly promoted—it was always there was always just this little drip of info—and then delay after delay after delay. It was supposed to launch day and date with the Xbox One X uh, in September of 2017. Wow! I believe. I think it's—it's been a game that's been delayed a lot. Yeah. And um, and so it came out, and I think everyone just had these expectations built up for it or hopes built up for it, and it didn't deliver on all of those. However, I had so much fun. It's a game that hasn't really sort of evolved a lot in the time it's been around. But, like, God damn it, I had so much fun. I had so much fun playing it. And, like, I was talking to somebody at work about it, and I, I compared it to Spider-Man. And, like, in Spider-Man, all the side missions are really, really fun. Like, they're normal side missions. They're exactly what you've done before in other games. But they're just done super well. But Spider-Man also has these really kick-ass story missions to sort of get you through the whole thing. Crackdown feels like it's an entire game made of those side missions. Ah. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just doesn't have that extra story. Like, yeah, I mean, kind of once you've done a little bit, you've kind of done it all. And you're either having a really good time or you're going to get bored. And I had a really great time. So, nice. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of the, the criticism of Crackdown is like fair, but also a little too intense sometimes. Yeah. No, I hear you. How about you? What are you playing?
0: uh i am also playing far cry new dawn and how are you feeling about it And i really like it because i really liked the last one five so it's um i okay the i have a problem with the dialogue between the two villains the sisters Mm -hmm. because they keep (laughs) they kept throwing the same words around like are you a troublemaker Oh, a problem are maker a or a problem, problem solver. Yeah. And I was like, if they're going to say that one more time in a one minute period, I'm going to scream because it was like... It's even all the graffiti around them. No, I know. But they said it at least like six,
1: seven times in like the span of a minute. And I was like, okay, we get it. Yeah. The phrases they always use are problem makers and problem solvers. And they call everyone rabbits. I get it.
0: I get it. Hi. Hi, Todd. Todd just came <laughs> home. Hello. Hi. <laughs> And um <laughs> um so, but I like it, I love the color scheme of it because I think pink in any game is magical. Um, the other thing is, I was like, well, I wonder how much I can do in a few hours, so I, I've only played it three hours, but I've already rescued the um the hippie woman with the pills. Yes, or she's um, your med, your your doctor, your herbalist, uh Selene. She's crazy. She crazy. She crazy. Well, you had to go get her drugs. You got to get her drugs with that fucking alligator. <laughs> oh. Good thing I saw that thing though. It didn't get me. <laughs> um and hi Braddock. so cute. And um who is the first person you save in it? Um well, I don't know. There's wh- an old woman I saved, Nana. Saved Nana. I saved a dog. Who reminds me of the dog from five? Timber. So cute. Is the I new dog.
1: Loved that. Oh, Boomer was side everyone's story. favorite. Yeah, Timber is great, though.
0: I love that side story where you save the dog from the kennel and the butcher. Oh, oh yeah. So scary. That was a good mission. Yeah. So that's all I've done. I kind of, like, streamlined it. I was like, I just want to get these people on my team. Yeah.
1: Well, because you need to get all the guns for hire. They're all awesome. exactly.
0: And so, and I built up my camp a little bit because you can upgrade your um your Prosper- facility, yeah, which prosperity. is different from the last game. Yeah. It's
1: a different style of gameplay. Like, it, it's very much about, like, levels. Because even, yeah. like, um, one thing that's super cool is that when you clear out an outpost, of Highwaymen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You could salvage it. Yeah, which you should always salvage it once at least. Uh cuz Oh, I didn't know you could salvage it more than once. Uh-huh. Like it's like first time you do it it's a one star, next time it's two star, last time it's three stars. Every time you get um there's a greater ethanol reward yeah. which you need to upgrade to prosperity. Upgrade your, yeah. Um but like the nice thing is that when you salvage it you get an instant like 50 or an instant 100 right there. It just converts, which it's fine doing its own thing. You don't have to go over there and fight it immediately. Yeah, um, but you can't fast travel
0: to it anymore. Right, that's I did that the wrong way because yeah. I was like, wait a second, because <clears throat> I salvaged it and I was like, and I, it, I offers, sal- it
1: even offers to teleport you there so you can fight it really quickly. <sighs> yeah, um, but then like yeah, the the but the, the the first time you salvage it when it comes back, all it really has is one more alarm. Oh, that's it. I mean, like some of the endings might be a little tougher, but if you can take out both alarms, no, no, uh, no, no backup. Um, the next level, though, is when it gets really hard. You start throwing elite enemies in there, and the alarm systems are harder to get to, and it becomes a whole thing. Yeah. But like every outpost that you do, as soon as you finish it, you should probably just like search the whole thing, collect everything, salvage it, and then, and then do take it, take it again, yeah, and then keep it or salvage it, get that extra hundred of ethanol. By the end, I had zero uh, outposts that I had cleared, because I reset them all back to Highwaymen just so I could get all the bonus ethanol.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bonus That's ethanol. smart. Gotta upgrade your main camp.
1: Because, yeah, I really needed uh, to be able to craft stronger weapons before the last battles. The last battles have a very, very, very uh, sudden difficulty spike for me. Oh. For me, it was, like, the second to last battle was a thing where it's like, cool, I literally have to go, like, almost grind for a minute to get all my weapons stronger. And then the last mission was easier than the second to last, if you ask me. Cute.
0: Yeah, so I'm having a really fun time with it. I mean, it's it's just a smooth game that you could just do shit in, and you don't even have to play the game to have fun. You could just, like, run
1: around and cause havoc. I do love how much in that, that world, like, stuff just happens. Like, yeah. wherever you go, something's happening.
0: I got ran over by a semi, and it scared the <laughs> shit
1: out of me, because I did not see that coming. <laughs> like, one of my favorite things in Far Cry 5 was just while driving on the street, every now and then, a bison would just ram you head on Mm -hmm. it's just the reminder of like hey stop driving or get a new car yeah like it was just a pleasant little reminder every now and then of like oh you're gonna die yeah
0: so i like it it's fun yeah yeah and i like how the story connects to like it's at far cry 5 so excellent uh yeah and then um that's about that's all i'm playing all right then i've been playing overwatch a little bit
1: but not really yeah is it time for us to learn?
0: You know what it is, but I don't have a word of the week, so let's move on to the vinyl
1: frontier. We'll gather around, children, and you will learn about records. <laughs> uh, for today, my eight-bit copy of uh, "Gone Home" arrived, which is lovely. Really nice uh, sleeve. It's got almost like a almost like a metallic quality to it. Um, like I think the, just the paper. And then um the record is on like this really limited lavender, like kind of purple wax, which is nice. And then uh just last week, Laced Records announced that they are releasing, they're partnering with Capcom to release the soundtracks to Resident Evil one and two. No thank you. So I pre-ordered, I'll pass. So I pre ordered that. Of course you did. It'll look great next to my Silent Hill record. That's wonderful. Yeah.
0: You should just frame your records and make a wallpaper out of it. Not nearly enough wall space. <laughs> Right. You need yeah. the ceiling.
1: You'd need the outer like the floor. Yeah, you need the whole bit yeah, the thing. Yeah. Uh anyway, cool. So uh should I be pumping the brakes? Is there any sort of jam? You should not. Okay then. <laughs> we will keep cruising. <laughs> We're gonna go right on to news. We'll <laughs> <coughs> Sexy.
0: Excuse me. God, this cough. That's so sexy, Rob. Thank you.
1: <laughs> well, I am sorry. It's it's funny, like it does give me a little bit of extra grit like Kathleen Turner. Yeah. Ooh, I love her. Yeah. Um, so, you said the
0: Oscars, so cross that right off my list. We talked about that a little bit.
1: (laughs) Well, should we talk about some Overwatch? There's lots.
0: Well, yeah, let's talk about, let's go right into Overwatch. Um,
1: Today there was some breaking news.
0: Batiste.
1: Batiste. The, uh, support character from, he's a... Ex-Talon. From Haiti. Yes. And he's, like, a former military medic? I think. Yeah, they, uh, did they say that? I think he has a military background, but like, yeah, I love that, like, there's a phrase I guess he says where, like, uh, he, you know, finds the solution. Sometimes the solution is is uh, he, is healing, and sometimes it's a bullet. Sometimes it's
0: a bullet. Yeah, so he, w- apparently, like, his backstory, he's an ex-Talon member, which is, like, Reaper's team. Oh. Uh, Anti-Overwatch, like, they're the bad guys, but... He um finds out that that's not the way for him. And he, I don't know, it, it doesn't say if he like became part of Overwatch or if he's like somewhere in the middle somewhere. But now Talon is hunting him. And they either have to kill him or they have to re-recruit him because he knows too much. So that's his whole like middle story. So it's pretty interesting. He looks pretty cute. So I'm sure he'll be one of your crushes at some point. Probably. <laughs> and, um... Yeah. Oh, and he's a healer, but he's also a firepower, which yeah. is his, like, whole bullet or healing thing. Um, And he's also going to have gadgets, apparently. Alright, then. Yeah. I don't know if the gadgets do, but he's
1: probably, like, a forge I'm from
0: x So...
1: Oh, I realized. Sorry, way off news, but um, definitely still something that I forgot to mention. Uh, Todd and I went to go see Robin at the. Oh, Palladium I saw last that. Weekend. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Totally forgot. She's in that vinyl frontier. It's over now. Sorry, bye. Oops, sorry, Just bye. Came. Kidding. Moving on. How was it?
1: It was great. I mean, she's she's awesome. Uh, as somebody firmly in their mid thirties, everyone in the room pissed me off except for her. Did so. she perform by herself, or like with she had one a band? People? Okay, she had a band and like dancers or oh, a dancer rather. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was fun, though. Cute. Anyway, sorry. Back to Overwatch. Um, well, I'm excited about Batiste.
0: Oh, I bet you are.
1: Um, well, on the league front, yes. did you hear about a team who had a win for the first time?
0: I sure did, and I posted it on our stories. That's so exciting. <sighs> Shanghai Dragons finally won a match. Congratulations. Their first of 43 games.
1: Hey, it had to happen sooner, and they beat Boston. Yeah, Boston uprising, which is crazy because Boston did super well last season.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's very weird this season. Like, (coughs)
1: teams that did really
0: well last year are not doing so well. Valiant hasn't won a match yet. Well, from what I know,
1: Kelsey was telling me that um, I guess uh, Boston traded like their best tank, um, and like there's been a lot of trades, and I think um, there was somebody like, I don't know if Boston traded their tank too. Shanghai, or Shanghai just received a new player, mm-hmm. but like from somewhere else, but I think it was from Boston, and like it was a two, like he's been there two weeks or whatever and they had their first win. I heard that they changed most of Shanghai's team,
0: and I think also the coach.
1: The bulk of, yeah. I want to say Shanghai Dragons went through what, two coaches last season, and I want to say like what, I think it was 80% or something like that of the team has been replaced.
0: Yeah, um <laughs> that <coughs> Shanghai's um, Saving Grace was their Sombra. Did you watch it? No.
1: I'm sorry I missed it.
0: Boston Uprising could not keep up with their Sombra. She hacked them so much and they had so many ultimates. They just were defenseless most of the time. Wow. It was the craziest thing. I was like, they'll eventually learn to take care of that Sombra. They never did. Wow. They never did and it just ruined them. They weren't prepared for that hole in their strategy. No. Wow. So so it's very exciting to watch. So I'm nice. yeah, it's so I guess maybe we can't be on the Shanghai Dragons anymore.
1: Damn it. It used to be a team where anybody could join. Well I guess we're just <laughs> gonna have to accept that we're the only place we'll be Esports Legends is playing farming simulator. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: We'll collect probably that. suck at that too. We'll
1: collect that oddly specific amount of money that's uh at the um The eSport tournament for that. I was trying to find eighty-seven cents,
0: wasn't it? Like something in eighty-seven cents.
1: Two hundred and eighty-four thousand eight hundred and three dollars. Oh yeah, that's it. Yes, very important. That three dollars.
0: I don't know where I got the eighty-seven cents from.
1: It's basically the same thing (laughs) at that point. Um, Well, then, um, so I don't know if you saw this, but um, the Outlaws were trying out a new hashtag, like a new uh, sort of phrase for them for this season. The Outlaws. Yeah. Texas, do it
0: like jake
1: texas hard Ooh. yeah it didn't go well the internet i think had a little bit of a field day with it
0: yeah so i think
1: they're letting texas hard
0: that ain't good
1: go placid a little bit
0: placid placid, placid.
1: <laughs> anyway so um do you have any more overwatch news or is that uh, uh...
0: i do the apparently the spitfire the trans team trans colors oh, okay they're doing well, which yeah. is nice because I don't even know if they know they have trans colors. I've posted it, but which I have team? a feeling they do not read <laughs> our um, Instagram. What team? Uh, no, I said Spitfire. Who was it? The Hongju Spitfire, right? No, uh.
1: Huangju is no Spitfire is is London. Oh
0: shit! Who am I thinking?
1: I don't know. what the Huangju Hwangju... Sparks. The, the sparks. sparks. My bad. Sorry. The Sparks, not the Spitfire. It's sparks.
0: Nick, don't correct me. I corrected it myself. Thank you. <laughs> I
1: don't think he cares. About, or I don't think he watches the Overwatch League. No,
0: but you know he knows. He knows anyway, all. He already knows. He knows. He doesn't even have to know.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> well, um. Is you mean more Overwatch news or is that? Uh... Um.
0: I think that's it for me.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, um, there was a funny article that I just that just tickled me the way it was. Oh, written. sorry. Yes, oh, yes I yes. do.
0: Paris map is now online, so oh, everybody shit. can play the Mar-
1: Paris map. So nice. Yeah. Um, well, there was this really funny article I saw three days ago. Uh, an apoc. Yeah, let me start this whole thing over. An Apex Legends player spent five hundred dollars to unlock a rare item. Claims, in quotes, it wasn't worth it. Oh shit. Anyway, I thought that Can was they super get their funny. money back uh, I'm guessing no, but yeah, I thought that was so funny', cause, um, yeah, I don't know what 500
0: hundred dollars yeah, that's how many games is that? Well, it says you'd have to be a moron to spend that much money on a loot box. A moron.
1: Wow! It's like the first thing is like, um, if you're lucky, opening a loot box in Apex Legends might get you a set of heirloom items. These are ultra rare cosmetic items with less than one percent chance of dropping. Though you're guaranteed to get one after 500 boxes. One player ended up paying $500 to go through 500 boxes in the hopes of getting the elusive items. Now that he has them, he doesn't feel like it was worth it. He's apparently 24 years old. He's been gaming all his life. He's no stranger to microtransactions. And, um... That's because he's 24. Any 24-year-old is no stranger to
0: microtransactions. It's been the thing. Wow. That's ridiculous. You've got to be a complete asshole to spend 500 bucks on loot boxes. That's crazy. Just to hope... In the hopes of getting one of those rare items. The hopes! Yeah. He could have not gotten one. He could have been that 501 person. (laughs) So... That's the stupidest... (laughs) People are nuts. Whatever. Whatever. It's making its money. Apex Legends is kicking Fortnite's ass. Yeah. It's doing fine. Yeah. There's a ton of statistics out for Fortnite. I mean, um, for... Um, Apex Legends? Apex, yeah. Beating Fortnite. They've... Here, uh, let me just say. Uh, one of them is that... God, I don't know. I, uh... Oh, 25 million downloads in the first week, which beat Fortnite's 10 million. But nobody knew what Fortnite was when it first. Yeah. So it was a little different. Um, and then they changed at the very end too. Yeah, the battle royale. Battle was royale. Yeah, that was added after the fact. So that wasn't even expected. So I can see why they would
1: have a bigger download for this one. But also, well, also Fortnite kind of helped create more of that market. Like yeah. PUBG was doing it, but like Fortnite really made a whole new fan base. Yeah. Yeah, and also
0: Apex Legends has utilized streamers, mm. popular streamers, to boost their sales and downloads. Yeah. Okay, so at least I can get rid
1: of that article now. <laughs> well, um, have you heard about the analog mini Genesis system that's coming out? Nope. Do tell. So I think Travis has the SNES analog system, which like they're like pretty pricey, but really, really, really beautiful uh, retro game console playing systems that do HDMI out with no lag, but you can use your cartridges in it. Um, the mini Genesis one is 189 bucks. It starts shipping, I think, in March. But the cool thing is, it actually comes with an unreleased Genesis game from 1994 on it called Hardcore. And it's like the only way you can play it.
0: Oh, cool. So that's kind of neat. So you're going to get it?
1: Uh, I was thinking about it. We'll see. How much does it retail? 189
0: Ooh, that's a the most expensive of
1: all of them. Yeah, no, because it's, it's not officially, like, it's not like a, a mini console that has pre-installed games. It's literally just a small version of the console. Travis has the Super Nintendo one. Oh. Yeah, the analog system. Gotcha. Yes, yeah, so they're real nice. Um, Well, uh, real quick, Nintendo had in, a Nintendo Direct where mm-hmm. they announced many things. Lots of stuff's happening in Nintendo. Um, Tetris has a Battle Royale game now called Tetris 99. Yep. I haven't Here played it it's yet. amazing. I, yeah, I haven't played it yet, but it looks super cool. Um Mario Maker 2 is coming. Yeah, saw with that Luigi. announced. Uh-huh. Link's Awakening the Game Boy game is getting a uh Switch updo. Okay. Looks really cute. Sweet. Reggie, the president of Nintendo is retiring.
0: Finally, No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> Which is so sad. Um but he's being replaced by somebody who has a very appropriate name. Reggie 2. Doug Bowser. Oh yeah, I you know I did hear this. Yeah, that was funny. Um, and then last little bit of Nintendo news is kind of interesting. Um, Xbox is bringing Xbox Live, I believe, or Xbox Live Gold to the Switch, and it seems like they're bringing on like their sort of you know online neighborhood to Switch, which is great because I think Nintendo kind of needs a little bit of help still with their online presence. Like when it comes to online multiplayer and all that. So I think they're kind of using this sort of thing. And then, but now there's a rumor that we're going to start seeing um, Xbox Game Pass on Switch, as well as uh, Microsoft first party titles released on the Switch platform. It's the idea that, like, maybe instead of Xbox being a console, Xbox is a platform where it's available on multiple systems.
0: Interesting. Kind of like what Sega did.
1: Yeah, Sega, yeah, they they, they decided to stop doing hardware and they just really committed to. Uh, software publishing and so and development and so i could see microsoft continuing to make xboxes because you know right now at least like right now especially the xbox one x is the strongest most powerful console in the market like it's still the best place to really experience a lot of console games but they recognize like xbox has never had a portable if they could get into the switch by not having to develop hardware Mm -hmm. and to work with such an elegant system in the first place that's pretty cool Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens it's all hearsay it's all rumors you know much like the rumors that the playstation 5 is going to be fully backward compatible we will see about that yeah. i'm super hopeful that'd be amazing
0: yeah but, but when was the last time
1: playstation did anything nice yeah, well <laughs> the problem is the playstation 3 is honestly just that's that is the system that's a hard thing to work around yeah it thinks unlike any other processor and so like the yeah, it just makes sense that that's the one they never really got backward compatible to really work you know, like two the three, rather. The three had some backward compatibility. But um that bums me up. But I'm sorry. It'd be nice if they could get the P- the PS5 fully backward I'm compatible. S- so no, it's okay. Rob It's still okay. Rob, I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry, Rob. Stop apologizing. I'm sorry. Do we need more news? I'm sorry. Yes. Please. Here's some here's some news for you. <laughs> so there are fifteen game remasters that are actually happening. Okay. You want to hear them? Sure.
1: I'm going to get up and blow my nose really fast, but I'm going to keep listening.
0: Assassin's Creed 3 is happening.
1: I knew it. It's coming to the Switch as well. You bitch. Did you read this article?
0: <laughs> um do 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 System Shock is happening.
1: That thing has been, like, started and stopped
0: several times so far. <laughs> well, now it's scheduled for a 2020 release. Here's hoping. Um, da, 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 da. possibly there are rumors, but it's not for certain, this one. Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. I would love that. That'd be dope. I would love that. Um, yeah, Crystal Dynamics has apparently been teasing it. I would very much said.
1: appreciate that.
0: Fear Effect Reinvented is coming.
1: I never played any oh. of the Fear Effect games.
0: I ain't either, but they look cool. Yeah, had a cool style. Um, uh, warcraft 3 reforged they announced that it's kind of blizzcon i'm just letting you know no
1: it's it's gonna be neat
0: just letting me know crash team nitro Fueled is coming (laughs) duh yeah uh the guy who sits next (laughs) to me made that trailer
1: (laughs) (laughs) um medieval Yes, although we haven't seen anything from that in a while. The last trailer that they released looked a little rough, but um, I'm still, I love that game series. Have, do you like Medieval? I thought it was it's kind of Earthworm Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty it's cute. Silly. It's funny. Um,
0: Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles.
1: Yes, I'm actually really excited about that getting re-released because when I played that on the GameCube, I had no friends to play it with, and that game is meant to be played multiplayer.
0: Sorry, well, it's supposed to come out this year. We could play
1: together, Rob. If It's only on the Switch, isn't it?
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you don't use your Switch. Uh, Yeah.
0: No, and PS4. Oh, all right then. Yeah. Um, uh, But you're going to get on Switch and we'll no, be able to play it. that room. one I'll probably do PS4 then. Ooh. Final Fantasy 7,
1: duh. Yeah. Uh, and? Oh, wait, the headline says that there are remakes that are actually happening? Yeah.
0: <laughs> actually happening. Well, Not like rumors anymore.
1: 7 like, has been announced, but like I will believe something when I actually see something. Yeah, I know they—they don't even have a date for it yet.
0: <coughs> it's a mess. They do not.
1: Um, Catherine, full body. I am so excited about that game, actually, because
0: it's full bodied.
1: I really liked Catherine, like a fine wine. Yes. yes. And now it looks also. speak sorry, speaking of Catherine, a lot of people were theorizing that there was the game was going to have a trans panic in it, because like in one of the trailers, it has a new character who shows up. And uh, it shows Vincent, the lead character, seeing her like from, and it's like framed in a way where you can't see anything, but it looks like he's staring at her crotch, and he's freaking out, um, like just very surprised. And so a lot of people were theorizing, like, great, it's they worked in like a super regressive trans panic storyline into this, and it turns out it looks like it is not the case. Oh, it's something else that he's surprised by.
0: Oh, I don't know
1: what though. Um, tattoo i read some article but i have already sort of forgotten what it was and it's probably for the best but i did at least have some hope that it's not the... yeah
0: because that would really suck
1: yeah that'd be awful and it would just feel like a a not funny joke that should have been made like 20 years ago if that
0: yeah exactly um also coming romancing saga 3 okay and pathologic 2 never heard
1: of either of those two
0: uh, Pathologic 2 was developed by Icepick Lodge, which was a Russian company. It never made it to the U.S., and now it's finally, oh. it raised like $300,000 in like a Kickstarter, and now they're able to redo
1: it for That's the cool. U.S. market. That's
0: cool. Yeah. Nice. So that'd be cool. It, But you'll love it because it's like a um, pathological horror game.
1: Sweet. So be fun. Looks scary. Can't wait to buy that and not finish it.
0: Okay, but you will um and i think this is the last but not least oh no it's not blood
1: blood blood
0: do you know blood it's like it, doom it sounds familiar it's like a doom first person shooter okay. or has that kind of like look to it as back in that day okay um and command and conquer yes yeah and red alert uh yakuza 5 which we know and metroid prime trilogy
1: so that's actually been confirmed because I hadn't heard like, confirmation well, about the Prime Trilogy. there is
0: a question mark next to it still. Okay, because, yeah, that one I would
1: love to happen, <laughs> but I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah, so. Nice. I'm sure they will do something with it. Well, Metroid it's a- Prime 4 has been announced, so it would be awesome if they could get the trilogy on the Switch before the fourth one comes out, especially because the fourth one just got delayed. Oh.
0: Maybe this is why I got deleted. This would
1: actually be a perfect opportunity for them to dust off those Wii games, slap some thumbstick controls on them, and put them out on the Switch, or, like, right now. I would buy them tomorrow.
0: But you don't want them, like, the graphics redone and all that?
1: No. Metroid Prime games are actually really great still. Yeah. I mean, they'd be in HD. Like, they would just be in HD because they'd be an HD screen. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if they really need to, like, redo a whole lot. Yeah. i would actually just be really excited to play uh metroid prime 3 without the motion controls okay that'd be like the that'd be the they could keep it in standard def for all i care as long as it loses those motion controls because i don't like motion controls very much i'm sorry stop apologizing to me it's making me uncomfortable i'm sorry (sighs) rob rob stop it so rob you enjoyed the haunting of hill house right i'm sorry you're the worst (laughs) I do. I did. Did you finish it? You did, right? I didn't. Are you going to?
0: You know what? I'm still trying to get through Shits Creek. Fine. Well, they they announced season two.
1: And I'm watching The Masked Singer. So it's very important. Yeah, to I know to get one of those shows you could things. stop watching. <laughs> um anyway, they've announced uh season two of the show. It's an anthology series, so the new season will not follow the same characters or the same story as season one. Okay. It is now called The Haunting of Bly House or Bly- no sorry the hunting of bligh manor okay and that is based on henry james's novel the turn of the screw oh which was made into a movie uh I've read i believe turn with the same the name yeah me too i don't remember it nor do i <laughs> it was college and uh, i think i always confuse it with the house of seven gables I didn't read that. Yeah, I I did, like, a class called The American Gothic, and we read, like, a lot of books that were kind of similar. Um, I mean, we read a lot of other stuff. We read, like, Uncle Tom's Cabin and Beloved and Rip Van Winkle and I was going to say
0: a lot to Toni Morrison.
1: But, like, I mean, seriously, it was fascinating, actually, reading uh, Beloved in the context of it being an American Gothic novel. Similarly, we also read The Divergent Suicides through the same lens, which was really interesting.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Because it uses
1: all the same tropes, just completely foreign, because it's Detroit suburbs. It's hmm. kind of neat. Yeah, I um, like that for a you know for a genre that's like led by castles and sewers and secret passages and stuff. Yeah, but they're all kind of there in Virgin Suicides in a weird way. It's kind of great.
0: Hmm. All
1: right. Anyway, we can talk about the more of that that more. Later. I was going to say, do you want to teach a class?
0: It was fascinating. For the next... like, for the next um,
1: podcast episode? <clears throat> yeah, so your reading assignment is the first half of The Virgin <laughs> Suicides, and then we will talk about that. Yes. And please tell me if you've ever read any other books that have a collective first-person narrator, oh. because that is one that was the first I'd ever read like that. Or, also, homework, have you guys ever read any books written in second person? I've read one, and it was very odd. What book? It's called Girls by Nick Kelman, and the entire book says, you do this, you do that like you know, so it would be like so you go to the store and you do this and you do that like the whole book is talking to you huh it's super weird maybe i mean unless it's like a
0: self-help book no <laughs> yeah it, it's
1: it's really odd because i think officially i guess most instruction manuals are in second person yeah but like that's not a book obviously no. anyway sorry rando thing there i thought that was interesting cool any other news? I've got a few more. Go for it. Uh, have you heard about who might be in uh, Final Talks to be the new Batman?
0: Jack Nicholson.
1: Wouldn't that be interesting? Like this sort of like full like circle kind of thing? Yeah. I was actually thinking it'd be super cool if Tom Hardy was. Mm. But, you know, he's already been Bane uh-huh. and Venom. Uh-huh. So maybe he should leave some super- superheroes for someone else. Um, yeah, so it looks like Army Hammer uh, oh. is in talks to be the new Batman, possibly. He's um, super handsome. Yes, yeah, so we went from the Lone Ranger to Batman. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Cool. Which I'd be on board for. Um. Last little bit of quick stuff here. Uh, on March 8th, there is going to be an animated cartoon series on Amazon Prime Video based on the video game Costume Quest. I don't know it. Costume Quest is super cute. It's from Double Fine uh, Studios, Double Fine Productions. Um, and uh, in it, like, you are kids trick-or-treating. And, like, your costume, like, it becomes a turn-based RPG. Your costume dictates what your superpowers are. Ooh. So.
0: Yeah. Kind of like um, the Dream Masters,
1: the Freddy Krueger, the Dream Warriors. Yeah. Or even, like, just the South Park games. Like, you know, this whole thing oh, of, like, they had yeah. of these sort of superhero characters. So it seems super cute to me. I'm very excited about that. I like the Dream Warriors better. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a little more R-speed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, All the Netflix Marvel shows have been canceled. All of them. All of them. Jessica Jones and... I saw a bunch of them were canceled. Jessica Jones and Punisher were the last two, and they're now canceled.
0: Say la vie. Which
1: makes a lot of people think that they're just going to find their way over to uh, Disney Plus or, you know, some other network. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Um, a brand new sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers for the original Nintendo has sold on eBay for one hundred thousand dollars a hun and uh, one hundred thousand one hundred and fifty dollars. Making it the most expensive, I think, uh game ever sold. A brand new what? Still sealed copy of the original Super Mario Brothers. Is it that rare? I for a still sealed copy, probably. I never got mine. Never even came in a box. My Super Mario Brothers came with my console.
0: Yeah, I guess that's right. You would think somebody who owned like a video game store would just have a bunch of that shit lying around, though.
1: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm guessing like they were probably sold at a crazy discount or whatever. I mean, but like especially how how many people would have hung to a game that's like what thirty five years old almost. Uh, and leave it sealed. And not like, you know, in the basement where it's being, like, dripped on or something. Like, you know, it's just for it to be in such good condition still, and still sealed, and all that.
0: Yeah, again, I'm thinking somebody who, in a small town, had a video game store, and just had a ton of this shit, and some of it never sold because he went out of business.
1: And they're in boxes. (laughs) Most people when they go out of business don't really just hang on to all their product. They (laughs) kind of sell it for pennies.
0: Well, he had to move back in with his mother oh, okay. and it all
1: went in the basement i feel you should follow up and figure out what this guy's story is <laughs> i need to go through his basement <laughs> <laughs> before nick gets to there right <laughs> um and i just have two last little bits of news um dead mouse the dj yeah was uh he decided to quit uh, streaming on twitch after he was suspended for using an anti-gay slur Ooh. And I'm just going to editorialize for a minute and just say and nothing of value was lost. I didn't know he was anti gay. He's not, but I think he called somebody the F word. And like, I don't care if you mean it or don't. It's just just fucking don't. How's about you just don't? And so I guess because he got suspended by Twitch for saying that he decided the I'm just not doing this anymore. He's quit. He quit streaming on Twitch completely because probably of that for the best. Yeah, like I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, that, yeah, nothing really of value was lost there. Yeah, um, and then last little bit of thing, and this could be the sign of where things are going. The American Copyright Office chimed in saying that a dance can't be copyrighted, Carlton. Ooh. Well, it is an art, and you can't copyright art. (laughs) And they even said, they're like, it's a simple series of body movements that anyone can do, so you can't really claim this. And, like, also, I still stand by it. Like, if he came up with that on set for the character Carlton, I'm pretty sure that dance belongs to whoever created the show. Yeah. Or, like, the showrunner. Like, it belongs to the network. The spellings. Yeah, it belongs (laughs) to the network at this point. Yeah. It would not belong to him. Like, that's, I'm pretty sure that You know, uh, the guy who played Steve Urkel, um, I'm pretty sure he hasn't really owned Did I Do That. I'm pretty sure that belongs to Family Matters and whoever owns that show. Yeah. Like, so I'm just going to go ahead and just say, like, But, like, regardless of what I have to say about the matter, the U.S. Trademark Office or Copyright, you know, people were like, sorry. So that case hasn't been thrown out yet, but I imagine it will be. Um and then I figure it's only a matter of time before that precedent is set for a lot more of those Fortnite cases come crashing down.
0: Sweet. Well, I'm glad that's the end of that shit.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see if it actually happens. Right now, you know, America's kind of weird.
0: Yeah, So totally. I mean, that was the end of my news. Well, then it's time for the crush.
1: Crush. Of the week. Crush. I considered changing the lyrics to the song today. For my crush. Do it, do it. Well, we should just do the song again.
0: And it's time for the crush. Rush. Of the week? Rush. Why Rush?
1: Rush is a character from Far Cry New Dawn. Oh. And he's pretty dreamy. Do I know Rush? You've met him. He's the one... Excuse me while I... Has I hit the microphone here? Wait,
0: is he the one who they... He, Map in the beginning? Yeah, he's
1: the one that Carmina goes to go get help from. Ah, he's like ex-military, I think. He has a lot of experience doing the right thing, making Building life complexes. Yeah, making life better for people in a post-apocalyptic world. Mm-hmm. He has a neck tattoo, which I'm s- not totally normally into, but it works on him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He also kind of has a porn stash, but he's like a generally like sort of like furry, grizzled, uh, helpful. Neck Honda. tattooed man. Oh. Yeah, he may work for Honda in a past life. He seems pretty helpful.
0: Yeah, well, he he. They need it, like the premises. They have to at least at the beginning is to you have to go get him back from the sisters because he is going to help like make what is the place called? Pleasant? Prosperity. Prosperity. Prosperous. Yeah. He's going to like start the water flow and all this shit that they don't have. He's
1: the guy you need. He's the guy you need. Thomas Rush.
0: Oh, I love it. He's just a little rush.
1: Yeah. It's a little crush. Rush. <laughs>
0: well, that's cute. But you can have your one man because I have a team. Oh, no. The Shanghai Dragons are my crush of the week because Aww. they're so cute and they won. <laughs> and the one guy who, oh, who's crying. I don't know any of their names, but. <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't matter. They're the team.
1: This the best. He's crying. I don't know his name. <laughs> <I> just...
0: <laughs> he was crying, and it was the sweetest thing. And I was Aww. like, I just want to hug you. Mm. So, yeah, the Shanghai Dragons, they worked real hard for this. They deserve it. I'm real sad we can't be on their team now. But that's okay, because it's about damn time. So, now the fucking Valiant needs to win, because if they don't win one game this season, I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> Please don't do that. But I must.
1: Well, I love that like you, you're crushing on a whole team. Yeah.
0: Talk about a game bang. <laughs> Did you say game bang? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: man. Why do we do this? Sorry. <laughs> Between that joke and me coughing into the microphone the entire time, everyone who's listened, we got a real treat here. <laughs> that would be a really fun like podcast,
0: Game Bangers. I, I... <laughs> That could be our crush
1: segment, Game Bangers. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Yeah. Maybe we should uh, work on some rebranding on that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You have to work, start working up a new jingle. You know what? We might just
0: change Crush
1: to Game Bangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can name a podcast that just because that seems like the kind of podcast that Apple would be like, hard pass, thank you. Yeah,
0: but we could have a section inside. Totally. A bit different podcast. <laughs>
1: oh, Game Bangers. <laughs> wow. Nice. Keep, uh, keep it classy there. Yeah. I like it. Thank you. Uh,
0: Well, sweet. Um you can follow me at Sateen the Dream at uh Satine Twitter on <laughs> Twitter, and Twitter Inst- Instagram and Facebook. There you go. And you can follow me at Satine on Twitch.
1: There you go. Uh, and you can follow me at Mr. Gladstone on Instagram and Twitch or at FastDanger on Twitter. You can follow the podcast at BitDiffPodcast Podcast
0: on Twitter. Twitch. Instagram,
1: and Facebook. Yes. <laughs> uh, or you can email us at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or
0: you, we have new episodes every Wednesday that we want to. And
1: would you kindly <laughs> follow, it and comment mm-hmm. in iTunes and Google Play? And also subscribe in Spotify.
0: How did you put it every Wednesday that we can? or
1: It's like new episodes come out on Wednesdays. Yeah, I like that. They just keep it breezy.
0: It may not be every Wednesday, but on Wednesdays is when they go live. Yeah, I checked um, our comments and ratings section; mm-hmm. still nothing. Well, I mean, so I hate all of you out wow, there who have not—wow, who have not joined
1: in on our
0: world domination. <laughs> um,
1: well, yeah, we have quite confidence about us. We don't need those comments. I although, do. Although, really, we we would appreciate those. I
0: need it to feel better about myself.
1: Oh. And I'm the worst. I totally forgot. I want to say also thank you to Travis. Uh when we saw him at Game Night, he gave me uh the Bart Simpson telephone that I mentioned on the podcast like weeks ago for my birthday. Um I don't have a landline in my apartment which bums me out, but he's like an art piece at this point. He's so cool. Uh, like I can't believe that it's the phone I had growing up. That was a, in my room. It's another photo shoot. Waiting to never happen. Yeah. I am me and, seriously, I might as well have like a separate like DSLR I never use. You would think I never have a camera in my pocket all day. You have so much new stuff and I have so
0: little new stuff. And you don't post any of it. I even posted the Mercy Nenodroid. I'm going to have to unleash you on my apartment
1: so you can just take a bunch of pictures. I mean, and, yeah. Yeah. Actually, you do need to. <laughs> well, I wish I'd taken some good before photos before Todd and I started tidying. Like we're still not done. But, like, the after photos are going to be so cool, and we didn't take any before pictures. Hmm. So that's a bummer. Wow. Well. well. Oh, well. Everyone can just take my word for it that, you know, I lived in cluttered squalor.
0: But you know what? We like so things. Yeah, I
1: do. So.
0: All right. Well, thanks for listening. And. Chowsies. Bye-bye. <laughs>